Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. This is the Voice Coach Podcast for all the tips and tricks on getting the most out of your speaking voice. I'm Nick Redman and I'll be sharing everything you need to know to keep your voice healthy, sounding great and working the way it should. If you're an actor, voiceover, speaker, presenter or podcaster, you're in the right place. Hopefully it'll be a wee bit of crack too. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back. It's me here, still banging on about voice. Thanks for joining me again. Oh, and also thank you if you're one of the people who have sent in questions for a wee mailbag episode, which I'm hoping to do in the future. Keep those coming. I'll put a link in the show notes if you'd like to get a question to me to be answered. I'm actually going to use this episode to answer a question that keeps coming up, though, with some clients. And that is about how... Some people feel like they struggle to find the time to do their voice work in the day. Let's be honest, we're all very busy (laughs) and have lots of things to do. So I wanted to offer a few wee tips for how you might get voice work into your routine in the day without it hanging over you like this big annoying pain in the arse thing that you've got to do. And please remember, I'm not somebody who has loads of time on my hands being all smug going, guys, you just need to find the time. Um, I'm a very hectic, very busy working mum. So um, if anyone understands the pressures of the juggle, it's me. And I am the first to ignore my own advice and shove my voice training needs to the back and get on with other things. So this also comes out of the fact that I feel I need to commit a little bit more time to my own voice practice at the moment. And I wanted to do this on behalf of myself and for anyone else who's feeling like that at the moment. All right, so here we go tips on how to fit voice training and voice practice into your day. All right, tip one, focus on consistency as opposed to length of time when you're thinking about how to do your practice. It doesn't matter how tiny the practice is. It all helps, like every little helps. Every tiny bit you do helps. So if you know you can do five minutes of breath awareness in the morning, just do that. If you know you could maybe do 10 lip trills every day just before you get going, do that. Doesn't matter. Just has to be consistent. It needs to become a habit. So rather than thinking about the time that you need to practice for, think about how you can make your practice consistent. Tip number two, and this is really about how you can make your voice work become a habit, just like everything else. I mean, we all brush our teeth twice a day. We find two minutes for that. So why not a little bit of extra time for our voices? A really good way to build a habit is to stick it on the end of a habit you already have. Sneaky. (laughs) So maybe you've got five minutes after your morning workout to explore some breath release and sounding maybe. Or how about every time you boil the kettle for a brew, which if you're me, is quite a few times in the day, then instead of doing a cheeky wee phone scroll while you're waiting for the boil, 
why don't you do a little tongue stretch or run a wee alignment scan from the feet up, you know, trying to encourage length in the spine and finding that physical freedom again after you might have been hunkered over your uh, keyboard or your microphone. I've actually been working on doing yoga more regularly as well at the moment. And I've started at a certain point in that practice, putting some gentle fricatives on the out-breath rather than just a sigh or an active out-breath so I can bring my voice work into that habit because I want my yoga to become a bit more habitual for me. So I'm trying to add a little bit of gentle voice work in there and that's working okay actually. Also, I feel very smug that I am doing two things at once. (laughs) Just a little personal victory there. So the way to get into this, I suppose, is just taking a moment to check in on your habits consciously and seeing what you could co-coordinate. So maybe that's what you need to do today. How many times do you boil the kettle? How many minute and a halves have you got while the kettle boils that you could commit to doing a few cheeky wee voice exercises? Tip number three is little and often practice is actually much more useful in many cases. I find all this stuff about learning theory and skill building quite interesting and I've linked to a TED lesson by Annie Bolser and Don Green with some tips on that on how little and often practice is much more powerful in honing a skill but the bones of it is this and I quote after a little drink Frequent repetitions with allotted breaks are common practice habits of elite performers. The article goes on to say, do what many pros do, split your practice time into smaller, super concentrated chunks working multiple times a day. So if you reckon you've got 30 minutes a day, you can give to your accent or your voice training. How about trying a super focused 10 minutes three times a day? Now, I know for some voice work, that's not quite as beneficial. I mean, Jesus, I've done voice classes that were hours long, exploring and discovering and playing and all this kind of stuff. But we don't all have hours in the day to roll around the floor, humming and breathing through our bums. So maybe in the morning, you do some physical release and breath for 10 minutes. Then maybe in the afternoon, you do some articulation work, perhaps. And and then maybe with your evening 10 minutes, you work on a bit of sight reading or text, you know, which is that final stage of voice and communication work. This idea of practicing for shorter chunks of time more regularly is linked to something that's called deliberate practice, which is really beneficial for voice work. Now, deliberate practice is basically, well, I've put a link in the show notes, but I'm going to quote a tiny little bit just so you can understand what I'm talking about here. Deliberate practice refers to a special type of practice that is purposeful and systematic. While regular practice might include mindless repetitions, I mean, we've all been there just going through the motions, deliberate practice requires focused attention and is conducted with the specific goal of improving performance. So it's really the idea that if you take five minutes and you give all of your focus and all of your concentration to that five minutes, you're going to get a lot more out of it than just flailing around for an hour. Like if we think about playing the piano, because that's something I'm learning at the moment. The difference between deliberate practice and what regular practice might be is that regular practice would be just kind of banging through the scales you know well because you should and just kind of flailing up and down the keyboard and not really thinking about it and then moving on. 
deliberate practice might be that you take time to slow down and revisit those skills that you know really well and maybe for five minutes just really think about the hand positioning and the finger placement and just try and hone that element of your practice. Now with voice work and voice training, if you think about that warm-up you do every day, right? (laughs) You better be nodding with me after 21 episodes. So rather than just going through the motions with your warm-up in the morning, maybe doing it while you're doing some emails or checking your phone and look, I've been there. I do that a lot. So I'm just as much giving myself this advice as you. But instead of just going through the motions with that warm-up, deliberate practice would be revisiting the tongue stretch and noticing, for example, where does the tongue start? What does it feel like when it's stretching forward? Where is the tongue tip at the moment? Is there any knock-on jaw tension coming in that you can let go of? And it's just honing in on those little details and making sure that whatever you're doing, you're doing it with efficiency and ease, of course, which is what we aim for with most voice work. And just going in on the details. So it's basically not allowing yourself to get complacent with the familiar. It's about staying mindful of what you're doing and why, with the aim of improving things a little bit. Sorry, that was quite a long tip three, wasn't it? Basically, little and often with lots of focus. (laughs) Okay, number four, tip four, is set an achievable practice goal. So... I have some amazing clients who are like, yeah, I'm going to do an hour a day. I'm really committed to this. I'm going to get it done. And chock horror, they get the results. But for a lot of people, that's not achievable consistently. And if we link back to tip one, consistency is what we need here. And if we think about what we've learned about deliberate practice in that tip just before, then smaller chunks may actually be more beneficial for you anyway. I know my dyspraxic brain can't deal with long periods of focus. (laughs) So I chunk things down and do little bits more often. And really the time you practice also needs to be linked to your goal for the session. So if your goal is to get ready to do your podcast, record or online presentation, then a really efficient five minutes tailored to your voice is perfect. If your goal is to explore resonance and vocal tone and variety, then maybe you need a bit longer to allow for the physical release beforehand. It's sort of linked back to that episode one where I talked about the whole voice warm-up versus voice workout scenario too. But basically, again, just set a goal that you feel you can keep consistently. If that's five minutes a day, then five minutes a day. Go for it. And tip five. Okay, this may seem harsh. I'm going to get real. (laughs) Just do it. Just feckin' do it. You have to do it. If you want to see results, you've got to find the time. That's basically the bare bones of it. Now, if you don't want to do it, I would reflect on why. Is it really time? You know, is that what's holding you back? Or is there something else holding you back? Because that happens too. I sometimes don't want to practice piano because, newsflash, I'm shite at it. (laughs) Because I haven't played piano since I was 15. But I've decided I want to do it. And I just have to sit down and I just have to tinkle the ivories. And eventually, I'll get a wee bit better. But is it there's a lack of confidence in what you feel you need to do? Do you maybe need to ask whoever you're coaching with for a bit more information on what they're asking you to do? Sometimes that's it as well. You know, I've often come away from classes going, I can't really remember what the homework was. So always ask the person you're working with if you feel you need a bit more information to help you practice efficiently. Or if you're working on your own, do you just not have a clue where to start with a daily practice? I mean, binge this podcast for starters, I think. (laughs) 
and reach out to me if you need any more pointers. But look, there's also the fact that maybe you're in a really emotional place and you don't want to go there with the breath work or the release work because it might open up some stuff that you don't have the time to deal with or the inclination to deal with right now. That's fine. You know, maybe then you focus on some accent work or a little bit of articulation release. Maybe you just think like you don't need it today. And that's fine, I suppose. You know, you've got to have autonomy over your own practice. If you don't want to do it, that's grand. But, you know, there's always something that we can do. And why not just do it anyway? I mean, imagine how much better you'll be at something when you revisit it through that lens of deliberate practice that I outlined earlier, really focusing in on the details. Anyway, the truth of it is you just got to get it done. Otherwise, the changes won't happen. Okay, tip number six, just to lighten things up. Make it fun. Oh, she says, sounding like a substitute teacher. Let's just have some fun, guys. (laughs) Seriously, though. Like, we do the things we enjoy much more readily and voice work can and, well, should, in my opinion, be all of the crack most of the time. (laughs) I mean, I know that through voice work, sometimes you get to the root of some really sort of intense underlying emotions that may be affecting you and what's happening with your voice. And often that deep work is needed. But that's not the work you really want to be doing without being guided and helped with. You don't want to be doing too much of that on your own. Stick to the fun stuff. And really, if you make it fun, you'll want to do it a bit more, which is a really useful way of encouraging yourself to do it. So start making a note of all the voice bits you enjoy. What do you like? Do you love lying on the floor having a wee breathe? Do you love doing all the silly face stuff? And just start with that. Well, I'm off to take my own advice and spend one minute lip trilling whilst I boil the kettle. (laughs) I hope this inspires you to fit some voice work into your day. Oh, thanks for the new reviews recently. That's really kind. If anybody does want a review, please go ahead. But I had somebody say that they didn't know how to contact me in a review. So if you are listening, because I can't get back in contact with you via the review, remember all you need to do to find me is go to my website, nickrebinvoice.com, and I am there. So yeah, come say hello, whoever you are from the review. (laughs) P.S. Thanks for also saying you were enjoying it. Um, join me back here again soon for, you guessed it, another little voice tip. Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. To get the most out of your voice, come on over to our free community on Facebook, The Voice and Accent Hub. See you in there.